Welcome back to Community Connection. I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. This program showcased the amazing work of our community during the coronavirus pandemic and how we are working together to navigate the challenging times. Our staff has been finding new and creative ways to continue providing services while protecting the safety of our residents. Joining me to discuss how the Parks and Recreation Department is navigating the pandemic is Director Julie Seidel Johnson. Thanks for joining me, Julie. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to talk to the Parks and Rec Department because it's warm outside and I want to know what's happening. <laughs> what, what's going on? It's warm and we are definitely open for business in a lot of ways that people may or may not realize. The governor has done, you know, some closure. It's starting to reopen up things, but our facilities continue to be closed, at least the physical facilities and some of the place structures at the park. And I think there might be some other things that you all are doing, but let's talk about the parks themselves right now and maybe offer some safety tips. Sure. So first of all, in the parks, it's important to know that all the playgrounds are closed. We aren't accepting any reservations for the picnic shelters. Um, and then all the restrooms and drinking fountains are still closed. And people are asking, uh, why is that the case? Why are the drinking fountains and restrooms closed? And part of that is that we want people to be outside and to enjoy themselves outside, but we'd like you to try to stay close to home. And so by staying close to home means not necessarily coming out to our most popular parks. Um, out here at Terry Treeblood, we often see the parking lot still full almost every day. So it's difficult to social distance when the parks are that full. So we are trying to um, encourage people not to overstay their time at, at big parks um, and to stay closer to home. Now, when you are at the park, make sure that you're still maintaining your six foot social distance from other people. Um, you should only be at the park with people from your immediate household. Once again, if you are sick, you should stay home and you should practice good hygiene. So that means probably bringing some hand sanitizer with you um, to use before and after you leave your car or your, or your house if you're walking. Um, it also means probably not sitting on the park benches, not touching things throughout the parks as best you can, uh, simply using the larger open spaces um, and the trails for your uh, exercise and time out in nature. I've seen a lot of people out watching birds that's a great activity right now. And the birds are, are flocking to us because there is so much less activity. Um, and I see a lot of families out doing their own soccer game or playing catch. Perfect time to do that with your own family members. Uh, just stay away from other groups. I think you make a great point there. Definitely getting outside and enjoying out, you know, walking through the park, riding your bike. There, we got some great trails out there. but. Being within your own immediate family, the, your household, is going to be one of the key things that I think people should walk away with today is throwing catch and all that stuff because of touching and to, trying to decrease the spread of the virus should it be out there. We don't know where it is, right? You never know mm -hmm. where, where it might be. And so those are some things that I think would be very helpful for people in our community. Stay within your own family. Yeah, and you know, we do have park staff out and about. They are picking up garbage, they are mowing the parks, um, they are looking for safety hazards throughout the parks. But I gotta tell you, we've also had a couple of heartwarming stories from residents. Um, we had one email of a couple who went to one of our parks and noticed some vandalism, and they went ahead and cleaned it up as best they could and then let us know about it later so we could finish the job. 
Um, and I had another grandma call yesterday. Um, she and her three grandkids go out and pick up trash along the trails every single day. And they simply asked where they could dump it at the end of the day. And I'm like, bring it to us. We will take care of it. Um, so as people are out using, we're also seeing a lot of people helping us keep the parks uh, litter-free and useful to everyone. Well, I, I, I have to tell you that I've, I went out to the parks and I threw my kite up. <laughs> it was great. Um, it, I went on a day it was, where it wasn't so busy because sometimes the open areas where you can fly your kites, it can get really busy on some days when it's like the perfect uh, weather, but yeah. it was a great day to go out. And I know that there's going to be some more people out there just enjoying our parks. Well, and I think that's a good reminder. We have 50 parks. Um, everyone always likes to think of Terry Trueblood or Riverfront Crossings or City Park, but we have 50 parks. So there's probably one within walking distance of your house. So check out some of those smaller parks and some of the trails between them when you're looking for a place to get outside without being near a lot of people. Yes, and normally the parks have lots of recreational things that people can sign up for, sports events, but that's kind of on hold right now. And But you have right. Happy at Home. So what is that about? Right. So Happy at Home um, comes out on our social media, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And it's some short video clips of things that families and kids can do at home. We've had yoga for kids. I think the one today is Taekwondo with our Taekwondo instructor. Um, we've had some arts and crafts activities go out there, some adult fitness type things. So a couple times a week, we put something up and, and people are more than welcome to just tune in and get some recreation that way. I never thought that we would ever be in this time where all of your programs are like pretty much closed or on hold right now, except you have created a new, uh, something novel. Um, and how, how much time did that take to kind of get some of those new ideas and programs together? Um, it's taken a little bit, but we have a very talented and creative staff. Um, and they've really risen to the occasion throughout. Uh, the other thing our rec staff is doing is they are staffing the emergency child care that we have right now for critical uh, critical health care workers and city and county employees families. So we've got all kinds of activities. We figured out how to do that with social distancing and extra cleaning. It's a real, a real important service to the public. And then we're also putting that creative creativity to the test for what we can do this summer. Uh, we're looking at smaller class sizes, maybe still doing some outdoor sports and recreation type things outside. We'd like to offer party in the park throughout the community in a different way. So that you won't see uh, like arts and crafts tables to do activities at, but we'll try to have some activities you can pick up as a family and spread out throughout the park. Um, and then other programs that are open, the garden started on time and the garden community gardens are open and growing. And our farmer's market has been a huge success as we changed it to an online ordering contact-free delivery. So there's still lots of things happening through our system, um, even though we're having the challenge to do things really differently and just really not quite sure what the summer's gonna look like yet. You're talking about novel ideas that you all are coming up with. And Iowa City Farmer's Market is one novel idea that just happened this past weekend. And I wanna hear about how did that go? I, I actually did register online to be a part Saturday morning, and I realized too late <laughs> to place an order. So I want to talk a little bit about farmers markets so that we can get information out there to the community about how they can partake in it. 
Yeah. So Farmer's Market Online has been a huge success. Um, it blew us away in the first week. So the idea started uh, with our Parks and Rec staff uh, talking with Field the Family, a local nonprofit who runs the food hub here in Iowa City, and figuring how we could partner. So Table, the, or I'm sorry, Field the Family um, provided the online and the, the um, license needed to warehouse the food so that all of our farmers market vendors bring the food to us. It gets sorted on Fridays and then um, handed out to everyone that ordered it on Saturdays. So how do you order it? Um, you go on the website and we have a link on the city's um, Iowa City Farmers Market website. And you have to be quick about it right now. Um, this week we opened the carts on Monday and they were closed within four hours. Um, and that was over 300 different families making orders wow. during that amount of time. So the the constraint is two things. First of all, we only have so many pickup times that we can accommodate. We do about 60 cars every um, half hour. So that's one car every 30 seconds coming through on pickup. Um, but that's one limiting factor is there's only so many we can have. And then the space for sorting and packaging all the food um, when we get it in from the from the farmers. So although we've got a great band of volunteers and we've used a lot of city staff to help with this, um, and we are looking at ways to increase the number of orders we can take right now, it's a hot commodity. So you wanna look early in the week, see when the carts are gonna open and, and be ready to put your order in very quickly. And farmer market days are gonna be Saturday and will it also be on Wednesday as before? Right now it's just Saturdays. Um, we will see later in the summer if we expand to Wednesdays again. Um, with the additional packaging and sorting that the vendors have to do for this process, um, they really feel like just doing it one day a week right now is, is the, best, the best thing for them. Normally people are coming to the farmer's market, walking around, picking out their pro, uh, whatever their produce, looking it over. That's not an option now, even coming to farmer's market to pick up things on the day of, there's no option for that. And so wanna just make sure that people out there do know that you have to do the online ordering. You just can't show up. Correct. Um, and a couple of things about that. So people have been asking us, because the governor has said that farmer's markets may reopen, but just to be really clear, that opening comes with a lot of restrictions that would be very make our market very different um, than what people would expect. So first of all, it's limited only to food products. So none of the arts and crafts vendors that you like or are used to seeing at the market would be there. No entertainment, no food ready, ready um, to eat food sales. So a lot of the atmosphere that comes with our farmer's market wouldn't be available if we tried to do a, like a drive-through um, sales on the day of market. So that's why we decided to go with this online option. The other thing is that if you come, if you try to make an order and the carts are closed for the week, on our website is also a full list of the vendors um, and contact information for them. Some of them are doing other sales beyond our market, so you can always try to contact them directly if you miss the opportunity um, to order through the Iowa City Farmers Market to see if they can accommodate you in a different way. Well, I'm gonna make it there in time one of these days before the, <laughs> before the window closes. Um, I wanna appreciate, just take a moment and say thanks for all that you and your, the staff is doing during this time. I know that there is lots of trick, uh, quick transitions as well as 
you have one plan and then you have to readjust <laughs> because things are, so it's been a lot of transitions and of course the Park and Rec uh, Department has been doing a great job. You're mentioning some future plans such as Party in the Park. I think so a lot of these are still kind of up in the air, but we really hope to have some level of programming started again by the end of June. Um, it's probably going to look very different than our typical summer programming. Um, we believe that we will have a summer camp option, but it will be like somewhat like our um, school age care that we have right now during the, for the essential workers. So things like groups will be small, only nine kids and one instructor at each group, although there'll be multiple groups within the facility, um, probably limited only to Mercer Scanlon Rec Center. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other uh, protocols that go into place, like wearing masks, having your temperature taken, everyone washes their hands as they enter the building, and then every two hours during the program, um, we only do package snacks, probably no field trips other than out to the park outside the building. And uh, it'll be a different type of summer camp, but we are confident that we can offer some sort of childcare option uh, for families this summer. Um, the other thing I really want to mention, though, is that not everything has been um, bad about the, the closures that we've had so far. There's some things that our staff has gotten to do during the shutdown time that years. Um, one of those things is trimming the trees in downtown Iowa City, uh, doing preventative pruning and maintenance on those trees. Usually this time of year, there's so many cars and students, that's not possible. And this year, our staff's been able to get in and get those done, something that really needed to be done. Um, athletic fields are closed for the time being and likely um, through summer. But those fields have been used so much the past few years that they really need a rest. And our crews are able to give them a little extra TLC so that when it's time to play again, we are gonna have some of the best athletic fields in the Midwest. Nice. And then finally, some yeah, there's some building maintenance happening. We had some painting on the outside of Robert A. Lee, people may have seen last week. And then we're getting uh, new overhead lights at the Mercer uh, indoor swimming pool. Something else that's been on the on the to-do to -do list for a long time and we're able to do it now without a, um, additional effect on users. So there's been some good things coming out of this. Um, as well as all the changes. Well, thanks again for all that you all are doing. We're looking forward to slowly releasing more programs from the Park and Rec Department. The staff has done a phenomenal job at readjusting because sometimes they may be doing things that really wasn't under their umbrella before or mm -hmm. something that they weren't used to doing. And I know that we're going to appreciate all the refurbishing of some of the things that you just mentioned within the community, the painting of the outside of the, of the Robert uh, Rec Center, that's gonna be great. Um, any final words that you wanna mention to those that are tuned in today? Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, two things. First of all, kind of the bad news, and that is that we're just really not sure about outdoor swimming pool, city park pool, or splash pads for the summer. And, and right now, swimming pools are not allowed to be open by the State Health Department. Um, and so I would say at the very at the very best, we'll have a delayed opening at City Park Pool, but it's also possible we may not open the outdoor pool this summer. Um, as we see a phased opening of swimming pools, it's probably going to start with lap swim and some small group lessons. Um, and it'll be a while before we get back to a general open swim during due to social distancing and all of that. And then my final thing is just to, wow, thank all the essential parks and rec staff 
Um, there's been so much out there thanking our healthcare workers, thanking our first responders. Um, I think the community needs to know we've got a whole back, a backbone of staff in the city that are making it possible for all of those people to do their jobs. So yes. we are maintaining the buildings, we're offering the childcare, and we are maintaining the parks so that our first responders and citizens still have a pretty good quality of life, even in the midst of all this COVID-19 response. And I'm really proud of my staff for their flexibility and, and ability to just jump in and do what needed, has needed to be done. That goes right into we're all in this together. We are. Absolutely. So thanks to you and your department, and we'll see you again soon, I'm sure. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. You can visit icgov.org slash coronavirus for more city news and updates related to COVID-19. We have medical resources posted there as well. I'll be back again next week with more episodes of Community Connection. Until then, remember, we're all in this together. Be safe, Iowa City. Mm -hmm.